This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, stickers! That's a thing. Plus, Biz wins big, Teresa has a toddler sleep update, and we welcome co-founders of Peachy Moms, Amanda Edwards, and returning guest Jen McClellan to talk about body love for mothers. Woo! I love somebody love. I just love love. Me too. I just loving the love. Loving it. How are you, Teresa? Uh, <laughs> I've been better. Um, I was just complaining to you before we went on the air that I have so many fails that yes. I was like, which fail do I choose today? Um, oh, you're like rich with fails. I'm rich with fails, yeah. yeah. Um, you're the 1% of fails, Teresa. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I really like that. No, Wait. No, that's, that's really sad. Okay. Um, so this is something to file under nobody gives a shit. Oh, but great. that's why I'm talking about it here, guys. <laughs> um, so, okay. So Oscar is two years and four months. And like we, you guys remember, we sleep trained him as a baby. It was, it did not go as smoothly as it went with my older child. Um, and it was... It was really, it was just really hard. It just really dragged out and was like, had to, we had to go a lot slower. And it was very, it was just very difficult. Um, and he, we did have a point from around, I want to say like around 18 months to two years where he was like really good. He it like really had it, you know, really had it down. And we were all sleeping through the night. It was like all going well. And then just like some travel and some illness and the surgery and just like a few, I don't know, and just him being two, maybe, I don't know, whatever. We've just had like a lot more sleep interruptions. And I don't know if it's because um, like sleep training was kind of just so traumatic for me with him. Right. Or if it's just now that he's older, I can't deal anymore with him, like, screaming at me in the middle of the night. Mm. But, like, it's so hard, you guys. And, like, a, a lot of times he will sleep through the night, no problem. But, like, uh, but then, like, if he does wake up at, like, one or two or something, he just doesn't really go back to sleep. And no. then he scream And, like, I'll go in, I'll get him comfy, and then I'll go back to my bed, and he'll be fine for, like... Literally, it's so crazy. He'll be fine for the amount of time it takes me to wind back down yeah. and start to go back to sleep. And then he's calling for me again. And I'm getting up again. And I'm going back in. And so it's like no sleep for right. me, basically. And um, and he's fine. It's not like he's like sick or, I mean, teething yeah. or any. He just is like just whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing that's been really hard is he'll just get up at five, three days in a row or something like that. And for the longest time, it was like I couldn't ever bring him into bed. Like I would try to bring him into bed with me sometimes yeah. just out of exasperation. Yeah. And like he just wouldn't go to sleep. It was just like fun time to be in right. bed with mom and dad. But then like last week, I had this thing happen where he got up at like 4.30 or 4.40 and I did bring him to bed and he fell asleep. And we slept until like 6.45. Wow. And I woke up. I'm not kidding you. It's so funny because... Like, it used to be that I would never want my kids in my bed. But, like, after that happened, I felt the same, like, I felt 
elated as if my kid had slept through the night the first time you know what I mean like it was that feeling of like I did it because I was like because like we it was cozy he slept with me in my bed for and you know whatever and we slept till 6 45 which is the latest I had slept in a while and um and then like a couple mornings later it happened again and it worked again and I was like oh my god this is the best so like if he just gets up at five I can just bring him into bed with me he'll sleep an extra hour and like everything will be okay well of course, no, that's not really how it works. So like then the next night, um, which was last night, he was up at one and I'm thinking to myself, well, I can't bring him into bed at right. one. That's not going to, that change, that's, that's a whole other yeah, game. Yeah, that's a different that's game. That's a different game. Yeah. So I do the thing of getting him settled and whatever, but I'm just thinking this is fucked and I'm right because, you know, sure enough, 40 minutes later before, like I'm just falling asleep and he's calling for me and I go back and get him. And this time I'm like, why would I do the thing that I've been doing, which is like Mm. getting up a thousand times and not sleeping the whole night when I could really just try bringing him back to bed with me? Because if he falls asleep with me at 5 a.m., he's going to fall asleep with me now. Right. So I'm just going to do that. So I just brought him into bed with me and it was just not that way. He was just awake. So he was like kicking Jesse, kicking me, Uh. rolling around, talking to me, asking for juice, like all this stuff. (laughs) And then like go and then like, you know, finally did sleep, like kind of a restless sleep, but then was up at 515 ready to go. And it was like just so broken. The whole thing was broken at that point. It all just fell apart to the point where I'm just now I'm in this zone. And this is that thing where I'm like, I nobody cares. And I don't want you to tell me what I should yeah, do to sure. fix this. And I don't know what I'm going to do to fix it. I have no answer. I have literally no yeah. answer. I don't have a plan for yeah. tonight. I don't have a plan for tomorrow morning. Yeah. I don't have a plan because the thing is, I can't deal with him screaming for me anymore. Right. I can't do it. Yeah. I cannot do it. I'm not going to sit in my bed yeah. while he's screaming for me at the top of his lungs in the middle of the night over and over and over right. like for an extent I'm not doing that right so like I said to Jesse I guess maybe I have to like bring a futon into his room or something I don't even know I, you don't know like, there's no solution I, there's yet no you solution. haven't figured it out I feel yeah so I here's duh. how about this that fucking sucks Teresa right? and, here, I, and I can say that with such confidence because I've I've been there with whatever it is yeah. where it's that thing where suddenly this thing that was working yeah. spirals so out of control yeah. and everything you try like I mean I didn't I just go through this with his sleeper I was like he wasn't going to bed like the naps he's still not napping yeah. for me yeah. I'm still putting him down and yeah. listening to screams and he's shitting in the bed immediately <laughs> upon putting him in the bed he poops I'm now a firm believer that kids can make them they can poop on purpose. They can. I they no longer can. and like poor baby. Oh, yeah. He's doing it <laughs> on purpose. Uh and there's like, oh well. I know. Oh well. Oh well. There's I no know. so how about this? I give a shit that your life is out of control right now. Thank you. I really, really That's appreciate the that. The best I can give you. I really appreciate it. And and I really give a shit that your naps are fucked. No, they're gone. I totally it's the worst. totally give a shit. Don't know what to do. <laughs> God. <laughs> so it's just like, uh, well, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. How are you this week? Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here, guys. I showed up. Uh, so the, some news is uh, last, this weekend was the big Bobcat bash. It's the, it's the uh, fundraiser, silent auction, you know, have dinner, 
Com this year it was dressed in black and white, which once uh-huh. again was an opportunity for me to realize I don't own things anymore, guys. Oh, I, 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 I honest to God, I don't own anything anymore yeah. besides jeans and t-shirts, mm-hmm. and like. Ugh. I just don't. Anyway, I, I wore jeans and T-shirts and fancy jewelry to make myself look like uh, I was whatever, a functioning adult. Good job. Yeah, I showed up. So silent auction, auction for fundraising, what the money goes towards, welcome to public school, is paying for a librarian, music teacher, PE coach, all the extra stuff that makes your school stand out. Uh, so it's totally worth it. Like okay. we're, we're, we want a librarian yes. and music and PE and all that yes. stuff. Here's a little trick that I do uh, for silent auctions, and I want to pass this out because I think it's a good tip. Okay. This is a great place to reach out to <clears throat> grandparents mm. uh, and other relatives who are interested in your child and their education and yeah. to say, we're going into the silent auction. If you would like to contribute money towards our bidding pool, yeah. Uh, all this is what the money goes toward. It's like so much better than the like... You know, buy a Christmas wreath or have some co- buy some coffee or whatever, especially when they don't live in the same town right. as you. This is so great yeah. for me to do with my parents. Yeah. And it then allows us to go in and get all the garbage that we would not normally buy for yeah. 10 bucks. I'm like, Stefan, we're getting this princess doll yeah. because that's what grandmama would get yeah. with this money. And we just, like, cleaned up. We got, like, uh, you know, two awful princess dolls, a giant life-size cutout of Merida that just came with the dolls. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, the pot that I made as our art class project to be bid because no one was bidding on it from our class because I think I'm the only one there from our class. So got to, not only did I get to buy that pot, I got to buy it again. Oh, good. (laughs) And then... What an honor. What an honor. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, the best was we got like, we cleaned up and got a great deal on a week of science camp for Katie Bell this summer and that came with a robot. So, like, a lot of good came out of it. Anyway, so we did that. It was a good time. Go us. Uh, you know, it's also a good time what? for some people. <laughs> <laughs> that would be stickers. Today, we're going to talk about stickers. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Are you ready to settle in for one of the deepest conversations we've ever had on the show? I'm a little nervous because I'm going to get so emotionally vulnerable. I am. You know? I think the order goes sleep training, breastfeeding, stickers. Yeah, I think so too. Then abortion. (laughs) Right. There we go. (laughs) As hot topics to try and avoid if you're a parent. Right. Uh, Stickers. I think we're going to discover that there's something here. (laughs) Okay. All right. Sticker. Let's just start off with with an obvious question. Okay. Stickers. Yeah. Are you pro stickers? Yes. Are you anti? No. I'm totally. I'm totally. Sorry. I'm totally pro stickers. Okay. I feel like we are talking about this so casually. Do I need to give any setup? Like the stickers. Kids like stickers. Kids really like them. They're like like obsessed with them from birth. Yeah. You can get them anywhere. You can get them anywhere, and they're. 
they're like a it's like a special treat or a gift yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. Just the sticker, even just one sticker. Well, you get them like it's a you gold give star. The, yeah. You get them yeah. like at the grocery store. People yeah. are like, does your kid want a sticker? I'm like, my kid is six months old. Do not yeah. give this baby a sticker. Oh, yeah. But they will. They will just yeah. offer stickers. Yeah. You uh, parties. A lot of, oh, a lot yeah. of goodie bags. There's usually sure. a strip of stickers. Yep. Yeah. I think it, last year our our four year old party bags were just, just stickers. stickers. It was literally just stickers. Yeah, people love the yeah. stickers. So yeah. I just in case anybody thought maybe we were talking about some like weird odd oh, no. special sticker thing. Yeah. We or were some just kind of drug. Talking about Sounds stickers. Sounds like it could be yeah. drugs. Yeah. It's, we're not it's talking just about drugs. Stick. Anything we're just with adhesive about stickers. on the back. Yeah. Like a band-aid could technically be a sticker. Oh yeah. Because my child likes to cover himself yeah, in band-aids. My kids love band-aids too. Uh I'm also pro sticker. Mm-hmm. I am pro I am pro the experience of stickers in a controlled environment. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> now that you say it that way. Okay. All right. So, because, all right, this is where we're going to walk. I need to, I'm sorry. Yeah. I need to jump in and just paint a picture for you of my house. Yeah, I want to know where the stickers are in the house. Little stickers, you'll just discover them here and there. There's yeah. some here, there's some there. You might walk on one, you might be stepping on yeah. one, there might be one stuck to the bottom of your foot while yeah, you're walking okay. around. There's a few that we're not supposed to put them on the walls or on furniture, but they are. Lo and behold, yeah, they're here and there. So you're a sticker house. Oh, we're totally you a got sticker sti- house. You got stickers like stuck places. Uh, you know what's weird? We haven't had a big problem with like bad stickers right. getting stuck somewhere right. where they shouldn't be. Yeah. Like, Because there's definitely two types of stickers. There's, there's, there's the kind that comes yeah, off really the kind easy. That comes, and, and that must be just the kind that we've had around. Yeah, and then there's the one yeah. that you're going to have to probably re-drywall your wall where oh, that yeah. sticker is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. coming off. No. All right, so you're like very... I think we have no stickers anywhere in our house uh-huh. except in, like, I was like, oh, Katie Bell, here, let me make you a sticker book. Staple several pages yeah. together and write sticker book on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, we uh, have a sticker book, but, like, nobody cares about the sticker book. They we, don't use it. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. You Katie know what Bell, I mean? Well, Katie Bell was, like, in that odd kid where I was like, none of that's true that kids like stickers. Right. Oh, and, okay. they, you know, like, she, yeah. she liked them, but she, well, like, Ellis could sit for an hour just making a stickers. sticker pile, yeah. like basically yeah. making like a volcano. That's what Oscar does with them. They get higher and higher and higher and higher. And I was like, yeah. this is. I felt like yeah. I had won some lottery when he started yeah. doing it. That's like yeah. how we spent a lot of Christmas break, guys. Yeah, was I had like, I had like a gift certificate to Oriental Trading from some other project I'd yeah. done. So I just bought like for five bucks like a ten pack of like Santa sticker books. Yeah, there you go. Right, Bam. and he just sat there. Yeah, and we just did them. Yeah, non. Stop. Yep. So I could see with Ellis the risk of stickers being yeah. in a variety of places that I don't want them. Yeah. But like that's the thing. So here's where I am. Here's the question I have. If you are somebody who has some stickers mm-hmm. places, uh, uh, other than your very organized special sticker book <laughs> that you only pull out on Wednesdays. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> just let her express herself with stickers, guys. Um, let's get real. We all know yeah. what I'm about to bring I up. I know what you're going to say. All right, about. you pull into the preschool. You start to notice this first, I think, mm-hmm. in the preschool parking lot. You This is also I noticed this pre kids. Yeah, Big I was going to say. Yeah. There's also a pre kid. You're driving down the road, yeah. and like the minivan or the whatever, yeah. the Station Honda wagon. Civic pulls up next Volvo to you. Yeah. And the back seat window, yep. passenger side of the back seat window, yep. is literally covered in stickers. Yep. Right? And you're like driving, you don't have kids. Right. You don't have kids. Yeah. And so you're like, 
what the fuck? Yeah, you're like, wow, you let your you kids a... put stickers all over the inside of your car and just like ruined how you your ruined car ruined your car. Yeah. I can't believe you let your kid do oh that. Oh my gosh, you're a horrible <laughs> shell of a human being. You pretty much should not be allowed to vote in this country, <laughs> right? Like, so so you drive past that. That's definitely one of those like pre-kids like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Or just, or just, you just feel bad for them. Yeah, you're you like, feel bad. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. your oh, life. Judge. Yeah. Judgy, judge, judgy, judge, 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 judge. <laughs> but then I had kids. Mm-hmm. That's still not my car. No, no, it's not but mine I, either. But, yeah, but, I, but I now am much more, especially with kid number two, I'm more like when I pass that, I'm more like, oh, I guess I get it. Mm. And I really wonder how long I have yeah. before... I just turn around and that's my window. Yeah, you know like what that's I mean? what I was gonna say. That's not my car yet. Yes, but it, it, there's, my kids will never eat granola in the car. There's almost nothing right, standing in between yeah. my current car situation yeah. and that being my car situation. Like my kids get the same thing of Trader Joe's yeah. stickers every time we go to Trader Joe's and right. get in the car and I don't take them away because it's keeping them happy to yeah. have them. Yeah, I mean it's just it could happen at it any could happen time. At any minute yep and though i mean you see them yeah so like i guess my question is like i'm trying to like get into the mindset like i can argue that if it keeps your kid (laughs) yeah from ruining your driving experience if it keeps that Uh i get it yeah but it's over so quickly i don't think think there's any good reason i think it just happens and you you don't think it happens all at once or do you think i think three stickers show up and then two weeks later you're like oh fuck it here those stickers and then like more show up like is it an all at once I always envisioned it as being an all at once thing where the be. kid just happens to be sitting there they have a sheet of stickers <laughs> they got from something like a birthday party or the grocery store or something it. like that mom or dad's driving doesn't notice what's going on sure. all the stickers go up and the once. kid finishes the parent finds out it's too late yeah it's over yeah Okay. That's what I that's how I always See, imagine vision, it happening. My vision, or at least how it's gonna happen when it happens to me, uh-huh. is uh fuck it, here's some stickers. Right? Oh, like three or four so you go think up. It's, like it's an activity. Acceptance. It's an activity oh. that you're letting your child do willingly. <laughs> but you're you get so little out of that because it's over in like I a find ninety percent of what my kids do to be totally <laughs> unrewarding. Like I, I don't see how it's so satisfying for them, but it is. Yeah. So I'm like Ah, maybe it's like really great. Maybe it's like oh. one or two stickers at a time. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. Hasn't happened yet. Or maybe they're like <laughs> setting, all, decorating it like it's their little area. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's kind of like their bedroom well, of the car. They get to decorate yeah, it the way they do. want. This is your safe zone, little Timmy. But like, but it's but it's got to be the same as like when you, I go to people's houses and uh-huh. like where their craft table, like if they have a yeah. table that the kid does stuff, yeah. not only is the table fully covered in stickers, oh. the wall like area yeah. sometimes is like, it's just like, it's some weird like, it's just, just got to put all these stickers somewhere. Know. Right? You know, like yeah. it just, clearly there's a thing. Yeah. And I do not judge that thing. I'm just trying to like imagine the world of like how it's like, where does it, because I, with yeah. one kid, it was very easy for me to be like, don't do that. I know. And I have plenty of time to watch you to not do I know. that. I and now like I'm like, that really changed. Yeah, now us. I'm just like, like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Where did Ellis go with those permanent I, markers? I don't know. I know, somewhere. exactly. I don't know where. I know. It, we yeah. have like crayon on the wall yeah. in a bunch of places now. We had yeah. like crayon drawn all over the window, which I'm 
kind of interesting. Like nervous about trying to get off. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're really there's you're either controlling the stickers yeah. like or you're just surrendering. But I will say we do the you know, we did the sticker achievement charts, which mm. when Simon was potty training, like right before he turned three, it was enough to just give him a sticker yeah. for his chart. Like now we they get something if they complete a chart, but the right. charts are a lot bigger. But we do like they're like special stickers. Mm. They're like the stickers that have a scent. They oh, are they scratch and sniff? I couldn't sniff? find scratch and sniff on Amazon Prime. So I found these. They, they smell. They, there's like a chocolate sheet. There's oh. a caramel sheet. There's a <laughs> bubblegum sheet. There's like a few different right. sheets. And they're all round. They're like the right size for yeah. like a little, you know, sticker chart. And they all smell. You don't scratch them. They just smell. They just smell. Um, <laughs> but, and they're fine. They're totally yeah. fine. And the kids love them. And so those, I keep them. And the kids aren't allowed to have them because they're just for the achievement right. charts. But then any other stickers that come into our lives are just... But now we've gotten so many that, like, there's a giant stack in the art bin. Yeah. What's weird is, even though we have so many, anytime I bring them out, Everyone's still excited. Yeah. Like they know where they are. They could get them anytime. Right. There's more than we could ever use. Yeah. And yet it's still thrilling oh, to bring yeah. them out. Yeah. And Ellis likes to just cover his own body with the stickers. Yeah. But sometimes I think that stickers, I have to be really careful with that. Sometimes stickers can be very bad. Uh, you may remember a fail from a while ago where. Like, I'm not big into, like, just grocery stores handing out stickers to kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from. But mm-hmm. to me, I'm just like, that is a gateway to this being on my window any minute, oh, uh-huh. first of all. Yeah. And two, uh, the the chain of stores, Trader Joe's, actually has decent stickers uh-huh. yeah. that are only mildly adhesive. Yeah. Right? But, like, yeah, Ralph's, which yeah. is a Kroger's chain out here, yeah. uh, started handing out stickers. And, and they're, A, really shitty stickers, oh, guys. No. They look, like, super, and they don't look like they're designed for kids. Like, they just, like, have a smiley oh. face. And then in red block print around it, uh, you know, future customer. Oh, I know. It's so gross. gross. And so... The woman gives some to, like, yeah. uh, the kids, because I have both kids with me, and it was, like, a holiday week of some yeah. kind. And I was like, oh, fine. Yeah, they'll take it. Because usually yeah. I say no. Yeah. Uh, they take them. Uh, Katie Bell sticks them on Ellis's hands in the uh-huh. backseat of the car, and that usually just kind of peels off. Right. But for whatever reason, they didn't. Oh, my God. We could not get these stickers off for two days. Oh I could God. get the, like, top part off. Yeah. But then, like, there was, like, the, a like, whole white, white film. It involved, like, so oh much soaking God. and slowly. Maybe yeah. I shared this online. I don't know. But, you like, have to use, like, massage oil it or something. Was, and Ellis was, and there was, like, just red oh, circles yeah. afterwards. Oh, I yeah. was just like, I don't ever want one of your fucking future yeah. customer stickers no. ever again. So, like, sometimes you have to be, like, really careful even just sticking them on themselves. Yeah, you know, like, true. Because you're just like, luckily Ellis has no threshold of, ow, ripping off yeah. near your body hair pain. Like, yeah. he seems fine with that. But yeah. I'm like, one day you're going to hate this, kid. Stop sticking them to yourself. I don't want to deal with this. But uh, we do have some very positive sticker experiences in our house. Oh, good. So one of the things that we use a lot. Did you like how I said, oh, good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm so pleased you that you're having good I sticker am. experiences as well. So let, let's hear some of let's those. Let's hear some of those. Let's go on our sticker journeys. Uh <laughs> The at like craft stores, they've got foam stickers. There's like a whole series of oh. like foam art that's out there. It's like uh-huh. you're making a um, a sun visor, and it's like it's like foam. Oh. It's uh-huh. like a, it's like a craft foam or something. Okay. But they also have stickers. Uh, I think I've seen letters like yeah, that. They've got that they letters use for crafting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes okay. they're glitter. Sometimes yeah. they're plain. But you can go f- get like 
a little bin of them for mm-hmm. like a buck or two bucks. And mm-hmm. it's just like all stars, all circles, all whatever mm-hmm. shapes. The paper comes off really back on the back. And uh, I just like let the kids, I'm like, who wants to decorate something? And like I have like a mason jar. Go for it. Cover that with stickers. And yesterday, uh, Ellis and I were out uh, on the porch and he was like, I, I want stickers. And I was like, okay. Like he knows where that jar mm-hmm. of those stickers are. So I bring him out. And I'm, like, cleaning the porch, and I turn around, and he's, like, stuck them onto a stick. And I'm like, look at you. You made a wand. How great. But, like, they stick really easy, but they're not forever sticky. Right. Because they're just poorly enough made that they're not going to be forever stick. Good. Right? Yep. But anyway, those are great. For whatever reason... It feels like you're doing art. Yeah. Because they're they're like more three dimensional. Yeah, yeah. There's like a real system. You to can it. almost like build with you them. You can almost yeah. build with them. So those that's are cool. great. And I they're really cheap. Yeah. And yeah, those are our that's actually that's really my only sticker. Mm. Uh, good sticker experience. We live with those. <laughs> I grab those whenever I can because I'm like, this is easy. I don't mm-hmm. care. He can stick these all day long on a specially assigned area for sticking. <laughs> Do you, did you like stickers as a kid? I guess. I don't really, I mean, I, rem- okay, I must have because I remember scratch and sniff stickers. Like, I really remember those because I went looking for them yeah. for my kids because I was like, those were the best. That was so fun. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did you, do you remember ruining anything with stickers? Um, I remember I had a camp truck, like a trunk that I took to camp and it had quite a few stickers on it. We got our bunk beds secondhand mm. from somebody whose kid had just covered yeah. them. It, the b- whole bunk beds were yeah. covered in stickers. But what was actually kind of cool was we like made it a family project with like some goo gone or something. Yeah, like yeah. my dad like brought home some goo gone and we just like spent the day taking stickers off of this bunk nice. bed. And like it totally worked. And then we had. Uh, Brand new bunk beds, basically. Yeah. Well, see, but again, I think that supports the theory that kids are getting something pleasing out of sticking stickers on things. I think so. Whatever it is. I mean, uh, but I I remember really liking stickers, Mm -hmm. in particular at an age where I could roam freely in the mall. Uh So, you know, probably four guys. Uh (laughs) Back in the 80s. Sure. Free parents just dropping me off at the mall at four years old. Yeah. Uh, That was when you're around when you were four was when your mom was warning you about people uh, slitting your your tendons. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah. Probably. Anyway, but we were out at the malls and I can remember going to like Hallmark stores. Uh Or, like, specialty store, like Spencer's. Mm-hmm. Not to the adult 18 and older section of Spencer's, guys. But the more wacky mm-hmm. 40-year-old fart pill okay. side of, of Spencer's. All but right. they had stickers. And you, it, Lisa Frank. There was, like, mm. a designer, yeah. Lisa Frank. I remember Lisa and Frank. And you could buy a sticker book. Yeah. Lots of, like, wide-eyed rainbow pandas yeah. and, like, unicorns yeah. and, like, these beautiful stickers. And you'd go and you'd get, like, sheets. Like yeah. rolls of stickers, and you would take them home, and you would put them in a book. Totally. You'd trade stickers. You would yeah. swap and trade stickers. Like, I remember having a very lovely memory of just having to have these fucking stickers. Wow. Right? Yeah. That serve no purpose in Yeah, life. and I, I'm fully with you. Yeah. I'm sure I had something like that. Yeah, but I can't, yeah. I haven't come across that again for, like, Katie Ball's age. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like brushing animals' hair. I'm like, yeah. why aren't you getting off on brushing that doll's hair for 30 minutes? Right. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that what you're supposed to do with ponies? Yeah. Just brush their hair? <laughs> and now you're just supposed to lay out beautiful stickers and enjoy them. Do you... 
still like stickers today? Because, like, eh. there are stickers for adults. I mean, like, what yeah. about, like, bumper stickers? And what about, like, stickers yeah, on, yeah, that, fair like, for, like, rap music and, com- <laughs> like, alternative comedy? comedy and, well, you when, know I was, I mean? when I was in the alternative comedy scene, yeah. we all had our stickers that yeah. we passed out at show. Yeah, I have a guitar had, case yeah. that's covered in guitar sketch cases, comedy stickers. Yeah, I feel like laptop computers yep. are, and, like, Oh, see, I could never put it on my laptop. That just seems like, right, that is place. It's perfect place because you're going to be done with your laptop in yeah. a few years anyway right. you know what I mean yeah like, guitar cases for yeah. adults that goes yeah. on there amps yep. put it on an amp yep. you put it on some people do do the cars like bumper stickers yeah. and you're right yeah. there is adult stickering yeah I don't There's personally I don't personally <laughs> this topic this the topic who that. are we who uh, have we become well no surprises here everybody we can talk about stickers for hours <laughs> And regardless, whatever sticker path you're on in your family, you're doing a good job. Yeah, and enjoy that. You know what? Fucking embrace it. Yeah. It is okay to be the sticker car driving down the streets. Sure. I I will go forward only saluting sticker cars forever now. Me too. Right? Yeah. It should be the new high five. Yeah. Just point at the window while you're driving. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Just pointing at their sticker window. I like it. Yeah. You're doing good. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. And you guys, this is all really true. Um, Jesse and I tried out their stuff. It's it's men's like underwear and socks and undershirts and sweats. And everything is just, it's really nice. It's really soft. It's really comfortable. And I have to say, I did not expect this. But I will admit, Jesse walked into the kitchen this morning and I was like, oh. <laughs> Um, the, are those your new Mack Weldon underpants? <laughs> and he was like kind of groggy and like sleepy and yeah. Said, yeah. And I was like, they look really good. And they do, guys. They look really good. Uh, I'm just going to tell you that right That's now. Right, fair enough. <laughs> this is actually, though, look, this is a great chance to get, if you're looking for something special for your partner yeah. or, or yourself I, or yourself. Or a partner to be, yeah. or whatever. Uh, this is a great place to uh, go and check out because it, it it does it does feel nice. Oh yeah! So you can go to MacWeldon.com to get twenty percent off using promo code BADMOTHER. Again, that's MacWeldon.com to get twenty percent off using promo code BADMOTHER. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. It was Sunday afternoon, and it was that time where I was like, how are we going to get through the end of this day? (laughs) Um, But the weather was nice, and I had this idea that what if we 
went hiking with the kids and the dogs. And uh, like, mm. this is like the first time where I realized like, both my kids can walk on yeah. their own and do the like they can do the hike. I don't need to like carry anyone. Right. And my dogs can walk and Jesse and I can walk. And like I kind of it was like we haven't done really that since I could actually carry Oscar around. And so it's kind of like a level up yeah. like where we can just go for a hike as a family. And everybody did great. Wow. And it was so nice. And then it was like a whole like including driving was like a whole like two hour thing nice by the time we got home it was like time to get ready for dinner and everybody was like good happy tired nice yeah it was really awesome good job yeah thanks yeah that's very good I don't know why but the robot seems like a genius like the taking of all the things mm, we got at yeah. that uh silent yeah. auction the robot I, I it just like I really let myself spend the time with her to work on it as yeah. opposed to well figure it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I just said, all right, let's let's learn how to program a robot. Yeah. Says hardly anybody ever. And yeah. like it just I, it was like just such a joy, like watching her do that. And I felt really good. You know, like with the two year olds, it's very easy to be like, I need to just get presents. Yeah. And sometimes with older kids, it's very easy to not get present because they can just do their own thing a little bit. Yeah. True. And I really yeah. felt like I was present and I shut everything else out of my mind and I just was like hanging out with her Ooh, and it good. was it was good it felt so good. good it felt like a good thing good job thank you hey guys I have a genius I'm driving in my car and I just had one of those moments like this will solve every problem I'm having <laughs> uh, with one child right now uh, my three-year-old wants to dress himself he doesn't want me to pick out his clothes for him and that's fine, except for he can't reach the top drawer that has all his socks and underwear and undershirts. And I'm driving and I'm going, how am I going to do this? He doesn't even want me in the room when he's getting dressed, but I have to go in and do this. Why don't I just switch the stuff from his top drawer to his bottom drawer that has his sheets and put his sheets in the top drawer? He doesn't need his sheets. And there's no law that says I have to have the socks and underwear and everything on the top, even though it's like a little tiny drawer. <laughs> Why didn't I think of this before? If I thought of this six months ago, my life would have been so much easier. <laughs> All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Again, it's the like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. There is, in fact, not a law, guys. Yeah. There's no law yeah. that says where your clothes have to be kept yeah. for your kids, right. where snacks have to be kept, <laughs> like where you put the Tupperware. Like there's no law. You can put it anywhere you want and then you can change it again if you want. Seriously. Who cares if you've been doing it the same way your whole life? <laughs> you can, in fact, alter that. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Failures. Fail me, Teresa. Fail, fail, fail. You suck. All through last week, where are the Paw Patrol toys? Mm. Where are they? Like, we have the little look at... This was like what... All, to refresh, this is what everybody... What? Paw, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. It does sound like you're saying a Swedish troll. Or like, Paw Patrol. I'm Paw like, Patrol. Oh, is it a Paw Patrol? It's a Paw Patrol. Like, oh. um, <laughs> Swedish accent. Do you like my Swedish accent? It's great. I have it's a lot good. of experience yeah. doing <laughs> Swedish accents. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. So anyways, Paw Patrol. Yeah. I'm going to be saying it faster for the rest of this story. Please. Um, it's a show on, I think, Nickelodeon, uh, maybe? I don't know. Anyways. Dogs are in charge of saving us. Dogs help us. And uh, <laughs> along with, like, a preteen. Like, a kid who's, like, a preteen. <laughs> anyways. Um, it's a cute show. But anyways, this was, like, my kids' Christmas presents this year. And also a bunch of their, like, achievement chart wins were 
little Paw Patrol figures of the dogs and the kid and their vehicles that they drive. And then we also have the little lookout and we have the big transporter truck. Right, I remember. With the exception of the transporter truck and the lookout and like a couple of the vehicles, I'm like, where are all the pups? Like the pups are gone. I can't find them. The kids can't find them. I can't find them. Nobody knows where they are. The little figure of Ryder, the boy is gone. His little like ATV is gone. So many things are gone. Um, there's also some missing octonauts, which huh. is what they got for Christmas from my my parents. Um, and so if multiple days of this, I'm like, they'll have to turn up. They'll have to turn up. They don't turn up. We've looked everywhere. I'm like, this is so weird. And then last night, it all came to me. It all came together. And here's what happened. We got rid of our old kitchen step can because we got a new one because our old one, I'm not going to go into the whole reason. But we had it sitting outside in our front yard for like two days before it was uh, trash day. Because like oh my in L.A. you can put it out next to your trash the day before trash day and somebody will come by and pick it up and use it to like sell right. or whatever. And so and I have the vaguest oh. memory of Oscar telling he was playing with it out there. But I have the vaguest memory of him telling me. That he was putting toys in there. And I remember thinking to myself, I better check. like check that before we get rid of the step can. But I didn't, um, guys. That's gone. where they are. That's I'm telling are. you, it's over $100 worth of toys. Oh, my God. Like good toys yeah. that are the ones that they like to play with. Oh, the Christmas toys. I mean, they're gone. Yeah. They're just gone. Yeah. You threw them away. Yeah. Wow. So now we have the components, the Lookout and the big truck. Oh my god! But nothing to use with them. Oh my god! They're gone. They're gone. And I'm like, I can't even tell you how like I'm actually really emotional about yeah. it because these were like things yeah. that they earned and like they loved and the Christmas morning and all this. Stuff. I mean, it just uh, oh. yeah. I, I can't am, even believe I did that. That is, I don't even feel joy from your fail. Right? I'm really sorry. It's so fucked up. That's so bad. I know. I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh. Uh, So, I don't know how this is a fail, but it feels like a fail. So, uh, uh, many of you may remember that we discovered last year through a series of very odd events that Katie Bell does have an allergic reaction to something, and it is a weed. I think it's called, like, Axilius, but it's, it's, uh, you know, street name Mm -hmm. (laughs) is Sourgrass. It's all over the place here. It's like a little clover, and a yellow flower comes up, Mm -hmm. and you can suck on the stem, and it's sour, and it's like one of those things that it's an edible. Uh, And we found out because she sucked on it, and, like, a rash broke out last time, and everybody was like, it's poison ivy. And I'm like, I think it's this grass. And everybody's like, it can't be. <laughs> and so we let her Mom do it was again. Right. Right, Mom was right. Uh, and the second time uh, she sucked on it, many, many months later, she had another reaction. Her reactions were, like, 24 hours later mm. to coming in contact. We're all on the same page. Don't eat sourgrass. This is not yeah. a problem. My yard, though, guys, is a carpet of this weed. It's oh. a carpet. So it's every other yard in our neighborhood. Ugh. And, you know, the we mow it every week and all that. And I actually talked to a landscape person about it. And they're like, you can't ever get rid of it because it's like uh, it comes. It's like a nut oh. that buries way down deep in oh. the ground. So even if you rip all this up, it's still coming up. <sighs> but I'm like, she's not eating it. So it's not a big deal. Oh, but right. that kid has rolled around in that yard 
like all weekend. Oh. And here we are today, Monday, and it's 24 hours since we were oh, playing. No. And out comes the rash and a little bit of swelling. But I'm like, I don't know. Should she go to school? She's that. It's not a fast reaction. It's not a hard yeah. reaction. It's like the super mild. Anyway, bottom line, Stefan's on his way to get her from school and take her to urgent oh. care to get checked up. But like the fail is just like, I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. And I don't like, and I feel like. You know, should I just rip up the whole yard even though that's not going to do anything? And, like, should I have even sent her to school this morning? You know, like, I, like, what do you do? Like, is it a real emergency? Is it not? So, anyway, I just feel, like, overall, like, a yuck mom right now. I'm like, sorry. one of those things where you're like, I, I could do this better, but, like, am I... Can I? I anyway, it's just like one of those gross. It's just a bad case of the Mondays, guys. Yeah, I think so. Like, I just yeah. don't know. What, again, it's like you. I'm like, don't know what, I don't to, know do. what to do. Yeah. Yeah. With I don't this. know how to fix that. I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Uh, here's, here's to a show of non-enjoyable fails, I know. Guys. These are <laughs> Sometimes not Sometimes we just fun. fail. Yeah. So I live in Canada and two days ago, no, yesterday, it was a snow day and I thought... I'll be a cool mom, and I'll make cloud dough for my two-year-old. And that was fun. We were playing, and he was into it, and he was smiling, and he enjoys um, holding a bowl over his head, and also, like, just, I don't know, making things sort of fall from the from around that area. And I didn't think about that too much when I was planning this fun, happy family time. And I didn't think about how I had made the cloud dough in a really heavy metal bowl. And I didn't think about how much it would hurt when that metal bowl fell on my finger, uh, my little pinky finger, and how badly I need that finger to type. Typing is really important to my life right now. All these things I thought about a lot today at the hospital when I was waiting to get an x-ray. It's probably going to be okay, but I sucked. Totally sucked. Should have thought about this stuff, uh, you know. And uh, for the record, when I was saying "ow, ow, that hurts," "ow, ow, that hurts," the little guy was smiling the whole time. <laughs> so uh, just goes to show that it's still fun games, even when mom gets hurt. Thanks. Love you guys. Love the show. Well, I guess I feel remotely better that you tried. <laughs> to do something really fun with your kid and set up instead a whole series of circumstances <laughs> to potentially break your finger. That sounds like some good old-fashioned momming right there. That is some good old-fashioned parenting happening at its finest. That's where we like the fails to come from, guys. Yep. Trying our best and coming up short. <laughs> oh, we are all horrible people. You are the greatest mom I've ever known I love you, I love you When I have a problem I call you on the phone I love Teresa, you, yes, I love let's call Two Moms. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. This week we are calling Two Moms. We have one of our favorite previous guests, Jim McClellan, who is a certified childbirth instructor and creator of Plus Size Mommy Memoirs, and her business partner, Amanda Edwards, who is a child and family therapist and writer of the book Two Under Two Pregnancy and Parenthood. Sounds like a really good combination for relaxation, guys, uh, and who together have created PeachyMoms.com and the book of the same name. Welcome, Jen and Amanda. 
Hello. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. Well, we are excited to have you back on. Before we get into Peachy Moms and all the things that your expertise can bring to us, uh, we want to ask you guys, who lives in your house? So you know what? Uh, Let's start with Jen. Can you remind us who lives in your house? Yes, my husband and my five-year-old charismatic little boy. Awesome. Amanda, how about you? I also live with my husband, and I have two daughters. One is five, and the other is almost four. So uh, what we'd love to do is first just get started talking about Peachy Moms. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what it is, uh, what it is you guys are going for and are hoping to create with with this project. Absolutely. So Amanda and I met at the first ever Body Love Conference almost exactly two years ago. And um, we had no idea that we both lived in um, Colorado together. We met in Tucson, Arizona, and we both um, love ourselves. And uh, (laughs) it's been a journey for each of us. And that is sometimes unique for two moms to be able to say, hey, I'm, you know, I love my body and I'm plus size and Amanda's average size. So um, we had this amazing exchange at this conference, came home and play dates and fun times together. And just at the end of last year, we realized, hey, you know, we have a lot of mom friends who don't love themselves and their bodies. And we have this message and Amanda as a therapist and me as a blogger and childbirth educator that we could come together and say, hey, the time has ended for us as moms to hate what we look at in the mirror. Um, let's, Let's help moms to learn not only steps to learn how to accept their bodies and love their bodies, but also dive into mental wellness, which is tricky and scary and something that not a lot of people really want to talk about, but mental health is very important and it's a passion of Amanda's. So um, that's kind of the gist of Peachy Moms is really mental health and body love um, for, for all moms. Why is it, what, do you think that in general, uh parents, uh, moms in particular, because of just like what our bodies go through with childbirth. Do you think that uh, that like universally people, uh, women maybe have a hard time with their own body image? Or do you think there's just a, a special gift given to us after childbirth <laughs> where this sort of like new uh, uncomfortableness with our own bodies and how we look and what it's doing uh, changes? Do you think there's something unique to uh, childbirth with some of these issues that, that we have? Well, I think we all have our own unique body image issues, but as moms, yes, we are we are together as one in the celebration of what the heck just happened to our bodies right. after pregnancy and birth. So while we have each, you know, oh my God, my boobs are deflated, what the heck happened? Or, you know, oh, I did not get any stretch marks, but my hips, you know, have expanded. We each have individual things. And that unites us in the fact that, okay, our bodies just went through something tremendous, but I don't have time to worry about that or focus on that because now I have this infant that I have to do everything for. But then once, once the, you know, our kids get a little older and they're able to be self-sufficient, we look in the mirror mm-hmm. and a lot of us are like, wait a minute, what, what just happened? <laughs> and whether that's extreme or, oh, it's okay, I, I can rock my new mom bod. We, we all have this kind of shift in, wait, my body has changed. 
So last week we had a great guest on, Courtney Wyckoff, uh, who is one of the creators of Mama Strong, which is their focus is really just about uh, strength, getting strong, adding, you know, adding sort of fitness and uh, gaining strength to your life so that you can be better at just anything that you want to try and do. It's not about weight loss. It's not about unrealistic goals or anything like that. But one of the things that we talked about, which I thought was interesting, was and I'm going to use uh, y'all's description of the body love movement that, you know, sort of embracing our weight and our shape and our size and and how it all works together can sometimes have a negative effect of leaning away from self-care. You know, like there's this fine line between saying, you know what? I love it. I love how I, you know, what I am right now. And this is, I am embracing it and I am going to, you know, rock it. But I'm also going to use that as a possible, if I start thinking about exercise or shape, I may start going down a path that's destructive or may not be good for me, or maybe I just don't want to do, or like whatever. Like, do you, in this world that, uh, that like you, that this conference and in the sort of community that you're developing and, uh, how do you, how do you balance that? Is that something, is that a fair assessment? Well, I think you're talking about two very different things. Okay. So, Loving your body as it is today is very different from allowing yourself to sit on the couch 24 hours a day for the rest of your life. Right. Um, Loving your body also means taking care of it. When you love something, you want to treat it really well. And that can be anything from, you know, your coveted cell phone to your designer handbag. I mean, when you love something, you do a good job to take care of it. And nothing bad can come from loving ourselves and loving our body, even if we don't like to exercise. And the truth is that research shows that all bodies have the potential to be healthy, and that is different for each individual. So certainly there are very large people who are much healthier than very thin people out there. Oh, and that is a um, a fact. (laughs) That is a fact. Absolutely. So so we advocate for movement, moving your body, and finding strength in a way that honors your body wherever it is in that day. And that comes from a place of love. And certainly people try to punish themselves and shame themselves into fitting into a skinny mold of a body that society tells us is beautiful. But the truth is that that's not obtainable for many and it's not healthy for many. And it certainly isn't healthy mentally if you're getting there from a place of hating yourself. Uh, Well, there's one thing society really does great is making women and especially new moms second guess themselves and feel bad about things that they're doing. <laughs> so, you know, like it, it seems it, it it seems like a really hard challenge in general. I was just wondering uh, through your work is there a particular struggle that you see people wrestling with more or or is it a series of struggles that that we all kind of wake up to find? You, you know, as with looking at ourselves in the mirror and having different um things that we pinpoint as, oh, I don't like this. It's the same. It's, it, we all have our own individual struggles. Um, I think things that really stand out to moms that we've heard a lot is how struggling with breastfeeding 
changes how they feel about their breasts and Mm -hmm. their body, and that's really emotionally triggering. So it's not only physically, but also with that mental wellness piece as well. Um, We've heard from a lot, and from lost moms too, um, that that can bring a lot of emotions and changes, again, you know, feeling like your body has has betrayed you. Right. Right. That's a pretty good word for it sometimes, I think, uh, is uh, definitely something I, I know that I've personally felt uh, the, like, why are you doing this to me, body? Why aren't you doing what we could do 10 years ago? I don't understand. <laughs> it's not fair. What are some What are some good steps that we can take to start the process of of loving our bodies again? Because I do think, I think this is like a big misconception. Like you say, there's, everybody has their own individual issues, right? And sometimes you can get stuck in your own individual issues and then you hear somebody else say that they have an issue and you're like, well, that can't possibly be an issue. <laughs> I, I have the issue. You don't have the issue. Like, so how do we work together to support each other? And uh, what are some steps that we can take to uh, start the process within ourselves? Well, I think uh, part of why Jen and I work so well together is that she is a plus-size mom, and she knows those intimate struggles of plus-size women that they go through accepting their bodies. And um, something that we learned early on uh, is that oftentimes um, it's hard to empathize with someone, with a woman who has a body that seems to fit the mold of what is acceptable by our society. So while a plus-size woman might look at myself, for example, as a, I call myself medium-sized woman, um, (laughs) and say, well, what does she have to be insecure about? What's wrong with her body? It's just fine. The truth is that we all have our own individual body image issues, no matter what your size. And we speak to that in our book. Um, And to, to talk about the steps that we take, we start from a place of just accepting what it is that we have today. So accepting the body that wakes us up in the morning and carries us through till we fall asleep at night. And it doesn't have to start with love. It doesn't have to start with, you know, treating yourself to all these things and feeling like you can rock the body that you're in. It doesn't start there. It starts with just accepting that this is what you got and and getting to a place where you can move forward so that you can have a goal of body love. I think your point that it's not your first step isn't I'm the most awesome person in the world. I'm going to go out to the beach right now. Uh, You know, like whatever. Uh, Nude beach, here I come. Like whatever. Maybe not the first step, but the first step is more just like, it's okay. I'm okay. It's okay. I'm okay. I was recently. Yeah. I was recently photographed for this project, the fourth trimester bodies, oh, yeah. and it was in a black bra and undies, and that is it. And let me tell you, <laughs> if you would have asked me five years ago if I would ever do that, I would be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> it takes a long time. Yeah. It just took me simply looking in the mirror and saying, I'm beautiful, and I did not believe it at first, but I did it every day. And it started to shift. So it can be as simple as that one step of looking in the mirror every morning and saying, I'm beautiful. And you probably won't won't believe yourself at first, and that's okay. 
But over time, you will. And that's just one small tip and that goes once you've gone past this whole acceptance. But there's lots of little things that you can start implementing into your daily life. And we, we talk about that within the book and have worksheets of things that you can actively do, exercises, to really start to shift these messages that we've been fed by society yeah. and the media that tells us that we're not good enough, we're not worthy enough. Um, and all that has really done is made us unhappy. And statistically, you know, it, it actually makes us fatter if we're told that, um, you know, there's something wrong with ourselves as well. So that's what we're trying to do is just slowly start to shift the messages that we're fed um, that says that we're not worthy because we are worthy, Mom. Thank you so much for uh, the work you guys are doing and for creating PeachyMoms.com. And I, we're going to encourage everybody to go check it out. And one of the other things that you guys have created is a great community of support for people. And I feel like, again, one of those first steps uh, in general and just... Uh, getting healthier and happier in life is realizing that you're not the only person going through it, you know, that, that you are not alone. And so having communities like yours uh, allows people to realize that this is a journey that you can sometimes take with others and that that's good, you know, that you've got support. So thank you so much for doing that. So what we'll do is we're going to link everybody up to peachymom.com. We're going to link you up to uh, where you can get hold of the new book that's out. Again, we can also link people up to uh, Amanda's first book, The Two Under Two, <laughs> which sounds like a good time, as well as uh, Jen. Again, I believe she was back on episode 58, us talking about uh, plus-size childbirth uh, issues and her, her blog. So... Again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Stay sweet, Mom. <laughs> you too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You make me sing la-la-la. You make a girl go ooh. I'm in love, love. Did you see that shooting star tonight? That was so great. Yeah. It was awesome. I, I just, you know, what I a just, good follow up to last week. I really that just think worked it out is. so well. Yeah, it's both both shows, both guests from last week's show and this and and these two ladies. Just again, such a good reminder that this is not about trying to get yourself to be something. Yeah. That we are just never going to be no, people. No. We weren't it before the kids. Yeah. We are not going to be it after the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like one in like a hundred are that. Yeah. <laughs> so like the rest of us, we're going to have to get on board with ourselves and be our cheerleaders. But even that, even like that, you're making that sound right. like it, it's real. I mean, everybody has issues. Like right. you said, exactly. everybody has True. their own issues. There is no, you know what I mean? That's like, right. That's right. No matter how we perceive other people to look and what might be going on for them. Well, it's the same. We as just the all parenting. have our own issues, right? Yeah. yeah. You go. Well, they're clearly not having any sleep issues in right. that house. Exactly. Look how happy they are. Yeah. They all went to dinner <laughs> successfully, right. and no one's left crying. Right. They're not having any parenting problems. Right. Oh, what did we learn? Everybody's got horrible. That kid yes. is probably biting other kids all day long. <laughs> uh, so that is that is true. It is really about changing our story in our mind, setting realistic goals to just be healthier and happier, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. So I, it, it's such they have such a good energy, Amanda yeah. and Jen. So again, check out their site because it's such a happy place to just go and get that story to start changing. 
uh, for all of us. Uh, you know what stories always change me? What? <laughs> <laughs> Moms having a breakdown. Let's listen to a little mom rant. Hi, Biz and Teresa. Uh, I'm calling with a rant today or a fail. I'm not quite sure what it is. Um, my mom, who takes care of my son Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, didn't show up today. And, you know, it's not really her fault. I mean, it is, but I don't blame her. My <laughs> husband's schedule changes all the time, and she misunderstood his schedule. But the thing is, is that I have to be in court today, like, in 10 minutes. And, um, of course, it's the first day that it's rained in California in, like, forever. So that means it's total chaos and mayhem on the road. And my son was not even dressed when I found out that my mom didn't know she was supposed to be here today. So I hurriedly got him dressed, and um, mom's the fuck up, and I am taking him to court. And my secretary is sick, so she can't pick him up. And I know I sound like sort of like a pampered ninny because I have a secretary and all this shit, and I still can't get my life together. But um, I think judges like two-year-olds. I think that's what I hear. Okay, this isn't getting better. What did she say? At the She's end? like, this isn't getting better. What did she say right before that? She said, "Oh, I think judges." She said, Judge, uh, "I oh. hear that judges like two-year-olds, right? Oh, okay, right." So, said. like, okay, yeah. first off, you're doing a really good job. Oh yeah, this is like such a real thing, guys. Oh yeah, whatever care you've got set up, yeah. provided for your child, yeah. so that you can go work, yeah. It is guaranteed at some point in time to not work out. Right. And it's usually when you have got to go do this thing that you really have to do. And right. it puts you in this situation of like, what are the priorities and where am I supposed to? Like, like I mean, and even though the answer is I have to go to work and I got to take my kid to work or I have to make this work somehow. It doesn't not screw with your like sense of what am I supposed to be doing? You know, like, oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and it, it, you're not a pampered ninny for having a secretary. <laughs> you have a job. Your secretary has a job. This is the way lots of jobs are. You know, I was a secretary for, like, 11 years. You know what I mean? Like, and here's the thing, is I loved helping my bosses. It was my job to do that. Mm -hmm. And all of my bosses had kids. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, long before I had kids. So, like, and I was raised, not raised, but, like, my mother worked. And there were a million times I hung out. Secretary, you know, aunt, hi, Elizabeth, you know, your mom's in a meeting. She'll call you back and just, you know what yeah. I mean? Or go oh, into yeah. the conference room oh, yeah. and go through catalogs. You're okay. <laughs> like, you're totally okay. Yeah. Uh, and this is a really difficult place to be in. Totally. And I really hope it went okay. Me too. I really do. Yep. It you is, did the only thing that you could do. Yeah, that is literally, <laughs> you only had one option. Yeah. Take your child to work. Yeah. And I, you know what? Judges do love two-year-olds. You know what? And the if whole, they don't, there's something wrong with them. We all got to rally around, guys. When that mom or dad shows up with a kid yeah. where they probably shouldn't be, yeah. there's probably a really good reason. Oh, yeah. So instead of giving them the stink face, yeah. ask 
Is there anything you need from me? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No Can one, I help? No one yeah. wants to take their kids to work. Here's a little Especially here's to a court. Fact, to court. Here's a little fact. No one thinks it's a good idea. So don't assume that that parent who shows up in that situation was like, hey, yeah. here's a good This'll idea. This will be fun. This will yeah. be fun. It'll be fine. It'll be fine for just, everybody. It's not, yeah, I could get yeah. like childcare, but no, this one will be fine. This I makes think. way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hang in there. You really are doing a good job. You're doing such a good job. A possible situation. Totally. Good job. Teresa. Yes. We did not learn a lot today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's not 100% true. Mm -hmm. We didn't learn much from each other. We did not learn a lot from each other today. No great insights uh, into who we are as people Mm -hmm. uh, today. Dickers. Okay. Yep. That's the big takeaway. Yep. Whatever whatever stickers are in your house, mm-hmm. good job. Great job, guys. That is that is the only thing you need to know about stickers. Yep. Okay. Uh, we also learned again, and we keep learning on the show, thanks to really great guests uh, like Jen and Amanda uh, and their project Peachy Moms, is that we've got to start flipping the story in our heads of how we see ourselves and how we see each other. Yep. And whether that's about body image, whether that's about uh, career paths or other intellectual pursuits you want to have or, or how you see your relationship with your kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I still think back to like when you've got a kid who's like super intense, instead of saying that kid's a problem, yeah. it's like changing the story to my kid it has got, you know, incredibly amazing uh, needs Yeah, that I get to have fun Trying to figure out how to fulfill. <laughs> yeah. One day we'll all believe that. Yeah. And that it's as relaxing as that sounds. <laughs> uh, no one's going to make us feel better about ourselves, guys, yeah. about any of it. Yeah. Any of it. Yeah. So we got to start doing that for ourselves uh, because we are all doing a really good job. And, and our bodies are actually amazing. Our bodies are, f- we made people, guys. Yeah. And even if you didn't make a person, your body is still amazing. It's, like, this, I'm constantly right? saying this to Simon when he's like, oh, is that going to get me sick? Is that, yeah. I'm like, no, your body can take care of it. Your body is yeah, amazing. That's like, our true. bodies really are amazing. Absolutely. That is 100% true. Good job, bodies. <laughs> I love you, body. Even though you've abandoned me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So those are good things. Yeah. We have two th- all, two things, though, we need to uh, share with you guys. Yeah. It's time for, for you guys to take away a little extra learning after all that great, insightful sticker insight. The first thing. The first thing is the Max Fun Drive is coming up. It's the last two weeks of March. Uh, so starting the week of March 14th. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with the Max Fun Drive, uh, Maximum Fun is our network. That's the network that Ma- that One Bad Mother is a part of. We are a listener-supported network. Uh, We do have uh, ads sometimes, but we are primarily supported and made thanks to small monthly donations from listeners like you. And the Max Fund Drive is the best time to become a member. So during the Max Fund Drive, we tried... Like basically, we just try to make the best possible yeah. two shows of the year during the drive. So you do not want to miss those shows because we're that's where we're like this. These this we're is up it, in guys. the game. Like, there's no yeah. sticker talk, guys. Yeah. Like, not that this wasn't valuable. Right. Yeah, but like we've done in laws in yeah. the past during the pledge drive. We've done sex during yeah. the pledge drive. Maybe we should come we've back done, to sex again. We could totally. I'm sure <laughs> we have more to say. Um, yeah. So we the, just try to physically get pregnant on the show to keep the show going. I'm just kidding. No, it's a great time. And 
And when you, if you decide you want to become a member during the actual pledge drive, there's all kind of fun things you can get. Yeah. Yeah. You get gifts. Yeah. Get, it, regardless, this is how the show gets made, guys. Yeah. And uh, we really appreciate uh all of our donors. So we wanted to let you know, because I have a feeling this year we've got a lot of new listeners who who are really new, not only to One Bad Mother, but to the Max Fun family. So this is a really fun time at Max Fun. It's not a burden. It's a super joy. So we're excited you're going to be uh, part of that with us this year. Speaking of joys, we also want to talk about two listener meetups that are coming up. The first one is going to be Sunday, March 6th. So that's coming up. The Sacramento area One Bad Parents are planning to meet up at Rosemont Community Park Sunday at 3 p.m. If it rains, what's that water falling from the sky, California people? <laughs> we will reschedule, but you can email obmsacramento at gmail.com. Again, obmsacramento at gmail.com or join the uh, Sacramento One Bad Mother subgroup on Facebook uh, to hear about this event and other events. So that's great. Uh, the other meetup is in North Carolina. So these are North Carolina parents and offspring are meeting for lunch in Chapel Hill on March 12th. They're going to be at the Root Cellar Cafe at 1230 on March 12th. For details and to RSVP, you can visit the One Bad Mother North Carolina Facebook page, and that's OBM-NC Facebook page. Otherwise, you can just look for the babies and the One Bad Mother shirts. <laughs> so we always love to learn and hear about you guys meeting up. Again, you're not alone out there. And if you feel weird in mom and me or dad and me or parent and me groups, you might as well go to one that's, you know, full of one bad mother listeners because you know you're going to at least all agree on one thing and that it's okay to use stickers if you need to. So everybody, you are doing a really great job. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. <laughs> We really appreciate it. Yeah. And you're really doing a good job. This is hard. Yeah. Teresa, yeah. you're doing a very good job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got thrown down mama's room. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got thrown down MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.